Welcome to the Untapped Physical Culture Podcast. This is our month-end wrap-up episode where we review the news, links, and articles we shared over the last few weeks that you might have missed but may actually be interested in, especially if your health and wellness goals are tied to some of the information we posted. This is just a quick overview of the information we shared, so if you want to delve into any of these topics, you're going to have to head to the original post. We will give you the date it was shared, and you can find it there. Click on the original link and read to your heart's content. As always, feel free to leave your questions and comments on the original post, and we will be happy to respond because we genuinely appreciate the engagement. Well, let's get into it. On June 2nd, we posted an article that gave a broad overview of scope of practice for naturopaths and chiropractors, outlining the limits of care that each profession can provide, but also why they can be both be so valuable as adjunct advisors in your health and wellness plan. This is a short but interesting article and it can be found on globalnews.ca. Speaking of interesting, the ketogenic diet and ketone supplements are always topics of debate and discussion it seems and on June 2nd we shared an article that discussed the pros and cons of ketone supplements. If you have any interest in supplementing with ketones, this article from blog.vertahealth.com is not a bad place to start. Just promise that you won't buy anything within a couple of paragraphs of reading. Ketones are not magic. Moving on. Here's our most controversial post of the month, which is saying something for us, but this was it nonetheless. Carbonated beverages, like sparkling mineral water for instance, might be making us all fatter. What? Say that isn't so. The answer from blog.humanos.me is, well, like many things in the diet and nutrition world, more complicated than it first appears. Enjoy. And also, don't kill the messenger. If you want to drink sparkling mineral water, go for it. We're not telling you one way or another what you should do. This is just an article about whether or not carbonated beverages can make you fatter. Your mileage may vary. We shared a post on June 2nd because it was National Fitness Day in Canada. Guess what? Nobody cared. Also rounding out June 2nd, we shared a motivational post about rats and how the struggle is important in self-improvement. No struggle, less improvement. We didn't make this up either. These were the findings of a research study. We just turned it into a meme. You can check it out again on June 2nd. It was the last post we did for that day. On June 3rd, we shared an article from runningmagazine.ca that did a nice seven-point takedown of this whole idea that chocolate milk is a good post-workout recovery drink. All we can say for sure is that it's likely better than carbonated sparkling mineral water, but even that's debatable at this point. If you're into journaling and productivity, there is a link on June 3rd to the very popular Full Focus Planner that has been popularized by Michael Hyatt. There is a massive online community built around this planner, so if that's your thing, these are your people. We also shared an amazing video about people battling Parkinson's by way of taking boxing classes. You can find the video on June 4th, and it's worth the effort to see it. It's inspirational and promising. Hopefully, this is the kind of thing that catches on. If you don't know who Peter Atia is, you are missing out. He is the expert other experts go to, and his thoughts on diet and nutrition are often years ahead of their time. Peter delves into what you should know about sugar and how harmful it is when you consume it. 
You can find our post on June 5th and Peter's site at peterattiamd.com if you'd like to read more about him. This article is a good launching point. Want a good laugh? Watch two random men dance along a sidewalk and feel better almost instantly. This video that we posted on June 6th will stay in our hearts forever. But spoiler alert, these are not professional dancers. That's probably what makes it so great, to be honest with you. From random dancers on the streets to the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, in which an article was published, an interesting study that we shared on June 7th. And this was all about how to become a better runner, cyclist, or swimmer. So the short answer from this research study is do more of what you want to get better at. Thanks, science. Another research study we posted on the same date confirmed what many suspect about the relationship between high-level training and competition, which is that it improves mortality outcomes. Like we said in the original post, if you want to live longer and have a better quality of life, you've got to get in the game. As we often do, we shared a concussion in sport resource page from sirc.ca that has links and downloads from all over in one convenient place for you to access. You can find this post on June 7th of our feed and it's a highly recommended post to review if you are a coach or athlete who is at risk or is dealing with concussions. We shared a sciencedirect.com article about how important authentic pride and developing grit are in both the student athlete and the recreational runner as separate populations. This is a great article if you're a coach or just simply want to understand those qualities better in athletic populations. Dr. Mark Kukazella makes an impassioned plea to remove sugary drinks from hospitals as it sends the wrong message to the public when they see those products in that environment. You can find his salon.com article in our feed on June 7th and this is one of those ones you would hope would go viral and get shared more than it did because the doctor is bang on with his assessment that healthy environments should not have unhealthy snacks and treats in them. Do you want to know what the best source of protein is? You can check the mysportscience.com post we shared on June 7th to find out exactly what it is. No, I'm not going to tell you here. That's not the point of the podcast. The point of the podcast is to remind you that we share these things and you should definitely go check them out on social media. Following up our June 7th posts, we have a personal account on coping with death, loss, grief, and stress. Again, you can find that on June 7th, and it came from mobile.nytime.com. It's a powerful story and one worthy of your time. June 7th was also a busy day for us as we posted three separate research studies that all had to do with sleep hygiene, and each was I'm not kidding, just as fascinating as the one that came before or followed it. The first was regarding how next day apprehension will absolutely impact the quality of night before sleep negatively, which will compromise physiological restoration. The second article dealt with pre-sleep cognitive activity, as in overthinking, and how insomniacs differ from good sleepers in the specifics of their respective thoughts. 
And the final article was a research study that found a link with rumination and compromised sleep quality, as well as how it impairs sleeping on a long-term basis. All three of these articles tell the same story. You have got to get your stress under control. And sleep is the only true life hack worth pursuing. It improves nearly every marker of health you can think of, so it's worth the effort to remove barriers to a good night's sleep. On June 8th, we shared a sobering article on the effects of depression on the brain. The short answer is that it's not good, but neurosciencenews.com has more detail for you if you're interested. Essentially, it accelerates brain aging, and none of us want that. Also on that date, we shared a comprehensive article on the history of takeout coffee and disposable cups. This is one of the many brilliant articles in the Quartz Obsession series, highly recommended. For example, we also shared a synopsis from Quartz on salt that included a breakdown of the four main types used in human consumption. You can find that on the same date. Simplyfaster.com shared an excellent article that we posted on June 9th, all about overhyped and overpriced sports supplements. You wanna see which ones are money wasters? You should read the article. But the short answer is probably almost all of them. We shared two health articles on June 10th, one on the top 10 causes of death as determined by the World Health Organization, and the second on the impact of resistance training on improving markers of depression. Both are good reads. We also posted an article from newyorker.com about a face gym. Yes, a face gym. We found an interesting short film about Muhammad Ali's first fight with Joe Frazier. This was produced by GettyEndlessStories.com and it was made entirely of Getty Images content. It's poignant and beautiful, especially if you're a boxing fan. We posted that June 11th and you should seek it out. It's pretty cool. June 11th also saw the start of a new initiative on our Facebook page, the hashtag MentalHealthMonday. What that means is every Monday we are going to post something mental health related because mental health is health and we think it's important to consistently share information about the topic. Our first attempt at this project came from psychologytoday.com and is the six proven strategies for getting over a rough breakup. These are science-backed tips that are designed to help you cope with life after the dissolution of a relationship. We posted a fun article on June 12th because it flies in the face of conventional wisdom. Ever been told to sit up straight? Well, it turns out that slouching might actually be good for your back because it restores spinal length. So how funny is that? And the next time somebody tells you that you're going to hurt your back by slouching, tell them to mind their own business and science has your back when you do that. Here's a post that generated some interest on our page came from bbc.com on June 15th, and it was titled, Three Day Week Best for Over 40s Employees, with the article going on to say that productivity goes off a cliff for people in that age bracket or higher after they surpass 35 hours per week. Even minor reductions in productivity were observed at 25 hours, so there's probably a lot more to this than just not wanting to work a full-time job week in and week out. It's a fun article and you should check it out. It's based on research out of Australia where they looked at the work habits of just over 3,000 men and 3,000 women. 
The results aren't particularly surprising, but they're still interesting. Our second hashtag Mental Health Monday post arrived on June 18th, and this time it was an infographic titled What Not to Say to a Friend Experiencing a Mental Health Problem. Words matter, people. Things like things aren't that bad or stop complaining all the time really don't help somebody when they're going through a personal crisis. This infographic is a good one to share because the language that's used in it is still pretty common even in 2018. Check it out. June 18th. MedPageToday.com published research that suggests high-intensity exercise can improve fitness in dementia patients, but it unfortunately does not boost cognition. This article goes deep, so if you're interested in learning more, you can find it in our feed on June 18th. Tonic.Vice.com speaks to an expert on the phenomenon of hangry, and how hunger and anger coalesce into this perfect storm of biological imperatives and emotions. Turns out, surprise, surprise, that there is more to it than just low blood sugar. You can find the link on June 18th of our feed. June 25th brought with it another hashtag Mental Health Monday post, and this one was about caring for a parent afflicted with dementia. As we wrote in the original post, compassionate care has many layers. This article offers several paths to caring for dementia patients, but the small guidelines with each suggest each each with a specific suggestion. But remember that every single person has individual needs and responses. You cannot just apply these things unilaterally. Still, it's worth reading. Uh, we also shared an excellent article from JamesClear.com about the six exercise truths nobody wants to believe, and it was hard to find fault with anything the author suggested. You can find our link on June 26, and it is well worth your time. Please let us know what you think in the comics section after you read it. And that brings us to the conclusion of the Untapped Physical Culture Wrap-Up Podcast. We hope you find that useful, helpful, and if you missed any of those articles, we really do hope you go back and read them, because each one of them is of a high quality and worthy of your time and energy to read. Remember, if you like any of the things that we're sharing, we love comments, we love the engagement, or at the very least, if you could just point people in the direction of our Facebook page so that we can build up our reach and share more and more information with a broader audience. Thank you very much for your time. Have a great day.